What's up, everybody? It's time for another Ghost Cult Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Keefe. Today's podcast is an interview with the great Oyston G. Brun of Borknagar. Borknagar's new album, True North, is out September 27th from Century Media Records. Check it out. Ghost Cult Magazine podcast welcomes in the great Oyston from Borknagar. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing very fine. Thanks. Awesome. We're here to talk about the incredible new album, True North, coming out in late September from your longtime label, Century Media. Very exciting, very exciting record, the follow-up to Winter Thrice, uh, and really probably right off the bat, the most diverse um, sort of spectrum of music ever from this act. Uh, so I wanted to start there. I know there's been some changes with the band, but the album is really uh, a spectacle, <laughs> musically oh thanks so that's that's good to hear yeah so so i wanted to, to discuss kind of the changes in the in the album obviously you didn't want to remake the same record you've never made the same record twice you certainly didn't want to repeat winter thrice which was amazing so this new record is is really uh fantastic and totally different the uh, a li- totally different listening experience yeah you know as i said i mean for, for me it's always been you know a, a very kind of uh, firm idea in my my musical philosophy as a composer whatever to you know always take a, take a step further uh, you know, going in circles or, you know, copying myself, musically speaking, it's not interesting. I mean, if I find myself doing something like that, I would quit. I would do something else. I, you know, for me, it it's, uh, has no point in kind of walking around in circles, especially when it comes to music. And I think for me, it's, it's kind of the, the very nature of, of my, my, my life as a composer or as a musician or whatever you want to call me. Uh, you know, to always, it's almost like I, I kind of regard the whole musical thing or my musical career or, or, uh, as, as a journey of some sort. You know, it's 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 a boot up and, and work set out for a new run, uh, journey. And I, you know, I find it boring climbing the same mountains every time, so to speak. So, so for this album, we definitely, you know, it's 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 we wanted to take a step further uh, into new musical territories to challenge ourselves a little bit musically. But in the same time, and maybe a little bit of a paradox, but in the same time, I, I you know, for, for each and every album and for each and every year we do this, I kind of have to dig even even deeper into myself. You know, why do I do this? Uh, why did we start it? And, and, and not to forget the music itself, you know, what, what, what made the band back in the day in the 90s? What, you know, what, what was the signature? What was the persona that kind of sort of made the band become something um, so so it's it's again back to the, this this journey analogy it's it's for me it's like almost like a back sack uh, of, of the, the more you walk the more you get into this back sack of you know of experience of, of challenges or whatever you know so so all paths get heavier and heavier along the line in a sense so so but it's always you know a kind of uh, uh, goal aim or wishing for me to 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 push things further to make things broader to make things deeper in in all kinds of facets now i think we kind of succeed with with uh, with the true north album that we was able to expand the expression that we kind of started with on on winter tries but also the album before earth so uh, i'm very happy with the result Definitely. And I think people are going to hear that. And I love that you, you said deeper because I think it's a deeper experience, I think, than, 
you know, very expansive. The, the, the scope of the songs, however short or long, is vast. There are all kinds of emotions, all kinds of dynamics. Um, and and again, that's not that's to say, again, I love Erd. I love Winter Thrice. I, I was a big fan of Empiricism and Quintessence. People always talk about the highlight records, you know, for the band, 25 mm-hmm. years almost in a career. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but this is definitely maybe in the top 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 records you've ever created and i know you've got a lot of other music beside this project so thank you and um i definitely (laughs) did you approach the composing with the lineup changes obviously we still have lars and ics vortex composing with you but uh with the other members coming in um how did that affect the composing and writing process you know, actually, to, to be quite honest, I mean, I mean, all the songs, and even more so. I mean, we all together we had like uh, fourteen or fifteen songs for this album, or uh, raw material in a sense. So all this was written actually long before we involved new guys or <laughs> even knew the new guys. So the, the the framework or the basics was pretty much done before we got the new people. Uh, and you know, I continuously work on music. So I mean, even you know. Some of the stuff was even written during, you know, the release of Winter Trice and stuff like that. And also, um, you know, the, what what maybe makes this album a little bit deeper in a sense, as you said, and I, I fully agree on is that, you know, I, I has been through tough times. I lost my father, actually. He was, he, he died or he was, what can I say, buried the the day after or day before, I don't remember in, in, in just now, but but just uh, exactly the same, you know, I went to his burial the day before the release of the album, <laughs> Winter Price. So so the whole, what can I say, uh, when we kind of was completing the work for the uh, Winter Price album, you know, releasing videos, doing interviews and stuff like that, I, I was in probably in the most dark place in, in my life. You know, my father was very ill. Um, it lasted for like six months. We didn't know what was going on. He just, you know, got weaker and weaker. And his, apparently his body stopped to produce red blood cells or the blood. And we, we still don't know why, what is happening. He was a very healthy guy going to the mountains, very always non-smoker, non-drinker and all that stuff. But even though he, he kind of just faded out of my life in a very... I would say brutal way, uh, almost like I, I, you know, hindsight looking back now, it feels like I was a part of a, a horror or thriller movie, like fighting against the time, the clock, you know, to find. I even called some some doctors in the USA, I remember, to to try to find what the fuck's going on. So that was a very hefty, you know, brutal time for me uh, personally, um, and and I actually started to write the, this um, Wild Father's Heart at that point. That was my way of, you know, when bouncing back and forth to the hospital all the time. I was like, okay, I have to steam out in a, in a sense. And my way of steaming out sometimes, or very often actually, is to, to make some music, sit down with my guitar and just, you know, bubble myself into my own little, you know, universe. Um, and that was, that was basically the Wild Father's Heart was written while he was very sick, though. And, and and eventually died then. So so, I, I kind of forgot your question now. But but the point is that that uh, it was a uh, was um was a lot of things going on on, on the private levels uh, before or in between the, these two albums. I mean, we I had my <clears throat> personal you know tragedy in losing my father, which was very close to me, a good friend and everything. And and we also you know had a quite. Uh, 
what can I say? At least for us, we we had quite some some you know a full circle with with festivals touring. And I think two European tours with South America and a bunch of festivals in Europe and stuff. And and you know it's 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 a hard work, a hard life sometimes. Um, and also struggling with all these private things and you know keeping everything together. And I also daddy, I have to take care of my kids, you know. So so that was a tough time. Um, you know, in, in, in the, between the albums, but but I think we kind of was able, luckily, to, to turn it around to something positive. And and when we, you know, got the new members, um, that was at least for me, it was very inspiring in a sense. And we I, we gave them a lot of space to, you know, to set their footmark on the album to to, um, yeah, use the best of their abilities in a sense. Uh, uh, so we spent a lot of time in studio for for a new drummer to you know. You have some ideas. You want to try something? Okay, I have some plan, some plans going on here, but but feel free to do whatever you want, and let's see where it goes, kind of thing. And the same thing with the new guitarist. You just kind of open the doors, and and yeah, what do you think? What you know, you have some ideas, and he, we we hooked up to my studio and for a weekend, and just recorded in twenty four seven, and and then he went back home and he started you know recording something in his home studio and stuff. So. So I think it's you know it was a kind of a rough time, a rough time for at least for me and, and the band, and we had these changes and due to various reasons. But but you know they say that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger in a way, and I think this is maybe an example of that. Uh, I must admit that at, at some point after winter tries, I was pretty close to just call it a day with the band and everything because of, of all the family and private issues going on, and you know or, you know you have to make some priorities, but. But in the end, it came out good, I think. And I think that um, all, all these events kind of sums up to, as I said, as, and as you said, a kind of deeper album in a sense. There is more, there is more diversity to it. There is more filled up with emotions. Good and bad, in a sense. And, you know, that has also been a part of my philosophy in terms of making music that, you know, I, I want music to be real, to be honest. I don't want to fake it in a sense. And for me, life, the, the best thing I can do is to mirror or, or what can I say, project my life in a sense into the music uh, to make it personal. And then you have, I mean, I'm a human being. I have good days, I have bad days. I have, I have all these facets of emotions going on and especially as I told you about so I think that kind of shines true on the album in a sense. And, 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 and um, yeah, I'm really happy that we could turn something or at least for me, a bad situation to something really good. And, and um, yeah, what can I say? The fire still burns. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Really sorry about the loss of your father. And uh, it seems like you've managed to turn that tragedy into some a positive force, which is really great. Um I do have to say that the majority of this album is very uplifting and positive, um, which, you know, of course, is you know, we have all those emotions inside of us. I really find myself returning to, uh, like you said, Wildfather's Heart. I really love Up North, The Fire That Burns, Mount Rapture, Title. Title I listened to like four times in a row for like 45 minutes at one point because it was so moving. I had to just repeat it. I couldn't go to the next track. It's unusual for me. I usually listen to the whole album. On a loop as an album, but um, these are very moving tracks, you know. Yeah, and I think, as you said, I mean that that kind of also, you know, uh, maybe I, I'm I'm thinking back backwards on things, but yeah, I agree. It's it's kind of uplifting. I mean, as an example, this this wildfather heart. I mean, I could of course have sat down and, and made a 
very sad song, just sad, just with acoustic guitar, very down to earth, you know, simple and, you know, emotional in a sense. It's still that though, but, but, you know, I wanted to, to, because my father was so much, you know, he, he, he loved life. He always, he told me when, when kind of, uh, when he was sick and stuff like that, that I'm, I'm, I'm not fearing to, I'm not in fear of dying, but I'm, I'm, I'm fearing to lose my life. And that's, that's a big, in my opinion, that's a big difference in, in a sense. He wasn't fearing the death, but he was, he, he didn't want to lose the life, but he, he kind of loved that so much. So for me, it was always something, you know, to, to turn this, this sadness, this pitch black thing to something, um, uh, in, in a sense, positive or at least empowering in a way, because we, we have to live on. I have to live on. I have kids. My kids need to see me move on, you know, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think that, that, that's, that's, I think that's the way we kind of, I kind of turn it around to be something um, powerful. I mean, that's why, you know, I have titled it the, the file of birth. It's kind of my way of saying that, you know, as I wrote probably in this press, press thing, it's like, like uh, you know, when we have done so many albums, I've, I've done it all. I've been all over the place playing all kinds of festivals. I, I could easily just relax now and do something else and enjoy life and, you know, drink beer. But, but you know, uh, um, there is something about this passion, this driving force in music that I never kind of leaves me. And, and it's, 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 sometimes it's um, pain in the ass, to be quite frank. I mean, the music business is some, sometimes a nightmare. But at the end of the day, this, this driving force, this passion of creating music is so strong in me that I can't, I can't you know, I can't avoid it. My wife sometimes tells me that, you know, when I go a little bit grumpy and, you know, whatever reason, just, hey, go into your studio, make some music, and then you can come back, you know. So, 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 uh, so, uh, I think it's, you know, it's, it's, um, it's, for, for me, it's about kind of about, about change, turning something very negative to something very kind of powerful. Not necessarily positive, but powerful. Life is powerful, and, and I wanted this song, Wild Father Thoughts, which is basically a very sad song, lyrically, and my ideas behind the song is pitch black. But that my father was so much more than that, that kind of sorrow, so I wanted to give him something of, of what I, how I kind of knew him, that he was he was powerful man, he was very kind of, well, had this hope of nature that he brought to me, you know, this nature philosophy, and he walked the mountains, and, and you know, he was a very kind of mountaineer guy, very, you know, and, you know, was very fascinated about nature, animals, and all that stuff. So, so you know, it's kind of trying to do do the very negative something, not necessarily just positive, but energizing in a sense. And, and for example, as, as, a, as a, some of the grim vocals from the album, people sometimes ask me, why do you still do grim vocals? Well, it's not that because we want to be, you know, satanic or black metal or, you know, that stuff. For me, grim vocals, it's more uh, something wild, something extreme in a sense of tears from nature and stuff like that. So it kind of adds this, this wildness to the music, which I think is it, more... Uh, precise to, to describe the, the green vocals, at least in our music, if you get my point. So, yeah, it's, it's complicated. <laughs> no, it's quite fine. And I love that you mentioned uh, 
the the role of nature and nature's role in your late father's life because I wanted to talk about this album cover, which is this gorgeous, gorgeous fo- photograph of the mountain. And it kind of really encapsulates the idea of a true north, whether it's personal, whether it's nature, part, you know, whether it's you talked about a journey, all these things kind of go together. And of course, set against the classic, classic band logo uh, over this mountain. Um, you know, it's really compelling. I, I think uh, it's really eye catching. I love this photo. Do you want to talk a little bit about this image? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's you know the the mountain isn't you know uh, a specific you know a very special mountain or famous mountain or anything like that. It's far from the tallest mountain in Norway. But you know that this this picture just captured me, and I I have a very good friend which is a nature photographer, and he takes a lot of photos, um, you know, all kinds of things. And I, I just was scrolling through his photos. I'm, I was kind of this. Actually, the cover is uh, just a small piece of a much bigger photo, or much broader scope, in a sense. So, so you know, and the basic idea we had with this album, and and in general, was that we, we discussed very much that we want to, you know, winter tries in some some ways was a little bit of a kickback to old domain. I mean, we used the winter tries phrase, which is comes from basically derives from the last song and, and, and the old domain album. <clears throat> and also if you see look very closely on the Winter Tries cover, you actually see the cover of Old Domain there as well. So I you know I, I love to you know uh, do the same kind of kickbacks and you know to uh, to tie up knots in, in that sense to kind of um, um, make these red lines to the music, to the musical history or whatever you want to call it. So, so for the new album, I was we was kind of had this idea. I wanted to to look a little bit back to the new album, actually, and you know what made that album special. You know what was cool about that and stuff. And it's not this question of you know uh, copy pasting any ideas or riffs or anything like that. But you know what what made that album? What made a persona of that album? What you know? And one of the the, the things we were, was kind of clearly stand out. We wanted back to reality in a sense. I was we was a little bit tired of this this Photoshop covers with all kinds of details. And it looks gorgeous and nice and everything, but this kind of feels, you know, it doesn't exist really. It's just a design. And and this time around, we wanted back to the to the to the idea of the, the fir- very first cover that is basically just a picture of a house or a gold barn in, in, in the mountains. And and uh, so we wanted basically just a picture. This time we wanted you know uh, something real, something you actually. For the debut album, and also for this new album, you can actually walk the same spot that the photographer was when doing the photos, and you can see the same, you know, picture in a sense. And 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 um, you know, that's something I think that a little bit drives on the whole thing I was through personally, because you know, losing your close, um, uh, your father's and you know, close family gives you a reality snack in a way. And I think that that uh, that kind of shines true on the cover, it shines true also on the lyrics, actually. But I wanted to get a little bit down from this, this a little bit cloudy, philosophic ideas about the music. And I wanted to become a little bit more real, in a sense, to have a real photo on the cover. And the lyrics is much more direct, I would say. So that's kind of the essence of it, why we kind of choose it. And, you know, then I was scrolling a lot of photos and I was like looking at, you know, what feels right. And I kind of, at some point, I found this picture and I, you know, called him. It's a good friend of mine. And, hey, I want to try something. And, of course, that was okay. And we tried out. And I think it fits perfectly well. And it feels very right. And, and it kind of 
as you said, in diff- on different levels, it means it's tied up to the lyric, the, the, to the album title. It's also very much tied up to the whole lyrical concept of the album. And it's also kind of tied up to the whole history of the album. I mean, we have been thinking about mountains so many years now. So, you know, it's, 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 um, it uh, was kind of kind of that natural. And another dimension, I would say that, you know, Mountain has always fascinated people. I mean, if, if you even talk about Himalaya or if you talk about the mountains in Norway, people, mountains have always attracted people of, of, you know, various reasons. In the old times, you know, people went up to the mountains in order to get contact with the gods, for example. They built the pyramids. So the whole mountain thing, is also something I think is deeply rooted in in, in in man's society in a sense. There is something mighty about it that we find very appealing, but also maybe a little bit scary at times, you know. Uh, so, so, so the whole mountain thing also has a very profound, I think, meaning for people. At least for me, living on the west coast of Norway, we have mountains all over the place. So, you know, for me, it's very kind of... Um, uh, always kind of represented, uh, um, can I say, a hideout or a relaxing place or a place I can find some peace, just go to mountaintop and, you know, just the atmosphere of being there and having a, you know, 360 degrees viewing angle all over the place. And it gives you a very special feeling. And that's also something I wanted to, you know, uh, carry forward with, with the cover. Awesome. As we try to find uh, peaks and heights in nature, we try to find them within ourselves. Uh, very, very poetic. Very nice. Uh, just uh, to wind Ooh. things down, what else is on tap for you now that the album you know, the album next month and hopefully some touring Ooh. and other things around the world? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, we are kind of working on it right now. We, we have some festivals coming this, this winter, this autumn winter, and, and we was hoping to do a European tour in, in December this year, but it doesn't really seem like it's, it's working. But that said, we have uh, quite some plans for next year, actually. We pretty much have a South American and Latin South America tour up and going in hopefully April next year. Um, like, I can't officially confirm it, but it looks very kind of close to being being something we can we can brag about, so to speak. Um, we are also kind of we have an agent in, which is working in the USA and South America for us, and he is also now looking into to some options in the in the USA next summer. And it actually seems that you know, for a European band to go touring in the US, it's not easy. But but actually this time around, it actually seems like we are able to to get something going. So I'm I'm, I'm really excited about that. And of course, we have you know full I guess. Um, with European festivals all, all over the place, and uh, especially next year. So um, we'll see where, where, where the wind leads us. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, we'd love to get you back into the United States and, of course, all over the rest of the world. Oyston G. Brun, yeah. what a pleasure, what an honor to speak with you about the brand new Borknagar record uh, coming out in September on Century Media Records, True North. Thank you so much for spending some time with Ghost Cult Magazine. Thank you, man, and thank you so much for your support and the very kind words towards the new album. I appreciate it a lot. Thanks for checking out today's podcast. Follow, like, and subscribe wherever you hear these podcasts. Also, check out Ghost Cult Magazine on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And finally, check us out at ghostcultmag.com. We're out. Peace.